coming up, we've talked to hundreds of the most successful podcast hosts in America, and they spilled the beans on their secret to success. Here's how to make millions in podcasting. But first... Our podcast was defrauded. We were stolen from. We had a deal with this company, right? And and it was started off good. And then it started to get where we were getting less of our payments. And we were reading the ads. We do the ads, you know, we read them out loud. And we got to be where we were getting paid less of the payment we were owed. The company that did it is Cast Media. And the man that did it is Colin Thompson. If you have an audience of 10,000 and 100 pay $8 a month. You're making $800 a month off of that. And that's probably a lot more than you would be generating off of affiliates, maybe even merch. If there are 17,000 people in Wartburg, Tennessee, and each one of them was to give you 50 cents lunch money every day, you'd make $74,000 a week. But the problem is they ain't going to do that. And I don't know how to make them because I'm Colin Thompson and I owe everybody money. And I filed bankruptcy after collecting other people's money instead of giving it to them. That's what they should be saying over there. You fuck with the wrong rat, Colin. Oh, hell yeah. How's it going, everybody? Doing well. Podcasters, podcasters getting heated out there. <laughs> yeah. I know, dude. It's like WWF attitude era or something going on out here. It is Thursday, September 7th. Ear 4 Audio's own Chris Shroggy is here. What's up, Chris? Hi there. Brian Ernst of UBK Studios is joining us as well. What's up, Brian? Hello. My name is Dennis. Thanks for checking out this episode. Is Cast Media the shadiest podcast agency in the history of podcasts? I don't know. But after not paying a handful of well-known talents, well-known talents who are now telling their massive audience just how shitty they are, Cast Media could very well be the dumbest. More on that in a bit. But right now, let's get into the rest of this week's podcast news. We begin with the top five and technically the worst five podcasts right now from Spotify and Apple. Chris is going to be reading our list here. Spotify, Apple, doesn't matter. You pick whichever one. Well, I think we should probably start with the big dog on the block because I feel like that's what Spotify is right now in podcasting. So I feel like we should kind of start there. All right. So let's, as we begin, everybody's been listening to this uh, show. We talked about this on last week's podcast, actually. Uh, Strike Force 5. Yeah, it blew up to be the number one podcast uh, overnight. And it may soon be in trouble uh, because a scathing Rolling Stone article about the work environment at Jimmy Fallon show was released today. Yeah. So who knows if he's going to be a part of it or if the show will continue. Uh, I did listen to the first episode and it was five comedians all trying to get a joke in for an hour. Right. Um, Colbert is the only one who tells an actually interesting story about his mother going on a date with a who would then become a future Nicaraguan di dictator. So that's an interesting story if you want to listen to that. But uh, other than that, it is, it's a, it's a mess. Straight up five hosts trying to get a, a good joke in, and then someone gets a good one. Then they want to have the last word. That's how I my imagine. My favorite on there, I think is Oliver. John Oliver just kind of sits in the back and kind of can, he can shoot one in only when it's his turn. He doesn't force him in. So, but uh, yeah, it's kind of a, it's kind of all over the place. Next, obviously, it's been the podcaster that was at the top spot for a long, long time. I think people might have a little bit of Rogan fatigue 
Uh, he's in the number two spot, Joe Rogan and the Joe Rogan experience. I've followed Joe Rogan for a long time. Dude, I MySpace Joe Rogan in 2008, and he actually messaged me back. And uh, it was about those flotation tanks he was always into back in the day. Oh, yeah. I got no problem with his show. It's just I don't like podcasts that are two and a half hours long. Right. That's not my jam. Just right. put them on in the background and let it and let it run. I don't know. After you see so many Joe Rogans, you kind of get what's going on. And now you have like guests that are on there and they're like, yeah, you know, I'm glad I did an interview. Now, here's my book. Or they'll be like, and here's that like they're going on like Steve-O. Yeah, but the Rogan bump is real. Oh, yeah. But it, you, don't, it, you don't even have to. Like the Oprah, it's like the Oprah bump in the 90s. If Oprah yeah. mentioned your book, you you sold a yeah, million dude. books. But Correct. like the Rogan bump is so real that you don't have to like bring your product and like talk about it. You just you're there. You know what I mean? Just go, hey, check it out. You yeah. Know? And you could tell Rogan gets like put off by it. He's just like, uh, OK, like apparently like Steve-O went on there and plugged his hot sauce for your butthole, as he calls it. Yes. And Joe Rogan was like, just put off like you're kidding me. You guys might know this. I don't know Have you heard this podcast. We're here to help. I have. I listened to one this week. It actually wasn't that bad. Okay, so I, I don't know anything about the podcast, but I do know one of the hosts, Jake Johnson. I don't know him personally, but I've seen him in the TV show New Girl with Zoe Deschanel. And uh, also, you guys might know if you ever watched the TV show Drunk History. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. He played Aaron Burr in the 2007 episode of Drunk History. So you might know him from those things, and you might want to check out his new podcast. Brian, you, uh, you said you listened? You like I it? enjoy it because they take they take a, a phone call from a random listener and try and help them with a problem. Yeah, that's so what I was Jake listening Johnson, to. Jake Johnson and Gareth Edwards. Gareth Edwards is another huge podcaster and comedian. He does the the dollop. If anyone's ever listened to that, the American History podcast, but I listened to the one. Don't call it body lotion uh, with Lamorne Morris, who is also on New Girl with Jake Johnson. Uh, the woman calls in. Her problem is she pets it. Uh, and on the last day, she realized that there was a camera in there and she had been furiously masturbating all throughout the apartment in the one week that she was there. So she's trying to figure out if she should bring it up because they have never mentioned it. So this was the topic that she brought up and it was quite a funny discussion. I'll now, give it that. Uh, how do they do? How do they do callers? That was my question when I heard it. I don't know how they filter them, but it seemed like she had sent in an email or something. Okay. And they're like, all right, cool. And she kind of came on anonymously, which was, which is fun. How many calls yeah. did they do a show? One, one call. Oh, it's one call. Based on the episode I listened to. Yeah. Okay. Okay. One cool. problem, one show. Uh, this next one, Huberman yeah. lab. It seems like, I mean, have you guys checked this out? Listen to it at all? Well, I listened to the trailer and, uh, like halfway through, I'm just like already doing other stuff. So I'm like, okay, I, this, that's a sign. Not for you. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's for me either. I've seen this guy on Rogan a couple times, a couple of his clips, and I'm like, eh, it's down the rabbit hole a little bit for me. Okay, it's well, crazy. we'll keep going down the Spotify list. We're going to hit number five on the top five, Crime Junkie. When I saw Crime Junkie, I'm just like, ah, heard one, heard them all. That's how I kind of feel about with these crime ones, right? Fair, fair. Right. I mean, I think there there's something that that I'm interested in when I find a story, when I hear like a little snippet of something that's really intriguing, or if there's something that has like a local twist, uh, that kind of stuff will occasionally get me. But I don't have a penchant for the for the murder. You gotta love the hosts. If you don't love yeah. the hosts, you're not you're not gonna follow it. Here we're gonna do 100 through 95. 100. We'll do it quick too because these are, I think, a little bit more random. You might have heard of a few of these podcasts, but you probably haven't heard of all of them. Uh, number 100, you've got Scary Horror Stories by Dr. No Sleep. Halloween time, baby. 
it's October. It's not October yet, but for people who like Halloween, number 99, we'll move on. Focus, uh, fantasy focus football. Next on the list for NPR fans, it's the NPR Politics Podcast. And something about NPR, man, like, you know, not everything has to sound like you're knitting a sweater. It's just, it's, I do, the, their story format is good. I like when it's like more of the contained podcast stuff. That's more my jam instead of the, the daily news that sounds like this. Yeah, that's right. Me. Like, hey, guys, mess up every now and again. It's okay. Oh. Time again for the monotone daily news. <laughs> Number 96. Now, this one looks, I mean, it's a cool way to spell it. Shits and gigs. Let's look at the description for shits and gigs. Yeah, shits and gigs. Check out their Instagram page here right quick. A weekly podcast featuring best friends James and Fuhad. They try to give their full unfiltered opinion on anything that comes to mind. It can be raw, might be offensive, but it's always hilarious. Right. I, think, I, think, I think if there's anyone to listen to out of all of these this week, it's going to be shits and gigs. Yeah, and according to their Instagram page, they are the number one comedy podcast in, get this, Namibia, Ireland, Germany, and Johannesburg. So all of those places, I'm in. See? I was thinking the opposite, Brian. I'm out, but let's. <laughs> All right. Like I said, if we're going to listen to any of them, it's going to be shits and gigs. Here it is. Oh, God. Oh, God. Go, 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 go. What's the biggest lie you're still telling? Yeah. My son's father passed away from COVID. He's still alive. He's just a deadbeat. Dread. So peak. Damn. That everything is going to be fine. It's been 25 years. <laughs> All right, that's actually not bad. That was pretty good. Oh, yeah, I'm going to listen to that. <laughs> All right, cool. Shits and gigs. Uh, 96 on the Spotify charts, which, like, you know, that's not bad at all, right? There's, like, how many podcasts out there? Like, that's actually pretty good. Top 100 out of millions? I'll take it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Way to go, shits and gigs. Let's see it climb up the charts. We're going to keep an eye on shits and gigs as we uh, move through the show here. Uh, oh, we got one more. Number 95. <laughs> <laughs> Number 95 on the Spotify Top 100 Podcast List. Normal Gossip. Normal Gossip. We did your top five on Spotify, Strike Force 5, Joe Rogan Experience. We're here to help Huberman Lab, Crime Junkie. According to new research... From Acast, uh, nearly half, 48% of podcast listeners have used a podcast to help them fall asleep. And more than three quarters have used a podcast for relaxation. Are you sleep podcasters? Sometimes it depends on what's going on. If it's been a long day and I'm really just worn out and tired from work and I haven't really got to absorb anything media-wise. If there's a Joe Rogan podcast on and it's uh, just... Something that's not, it's not a Steve-O podcast. Because I'm not going to fall asleep listening to Steve-O talk about his hot butt sauce. Yeah, uh, dude. Yeah, but, if dude. <laughs> but if it's one of these guys talking about the last Ice Age 12,500 years ago and how part of the the area that we now see as mountains was covered in water, like that kind of stuff I can just kind of like put on in the background, kind of absorb a little bit and then just kind of pass out too. So it's, it's I'd say it's like 20% of the time that I fall asleep. I'll be listening to a podcast. No, for a very similar reason why Chris is, I'd be so interested in that, that if I fell asleep on it, I'd be mad that I missed it and be really mad the next day when I'm sitting in my car trying to scrub back to figure out where's the last thing I remember happened. 
which is why I don't fall asleep to podcasts anymore. Yeah, I think I did uh, when I was like single, and now especially with a baby, like putting in a podcast, I'm all listening to it. All of a sudden, the baby's crying, I'm like missing everything. Hey, idiot! Baby's crying. <laughs> yeah, you better be alert, bro. Let, let me make one point though to this, and and this this is a point I want. I think is important with podcasting. Humans need connection, right? And a lot of humans, especially during the, the pandemic, became very segregated or separated to their, their own little corner, right? People who weren't in relationships, people who are single, those are especially the people who I think get benefit from, the, from listening to a podcast when they go to sleep rather than just feeling lonely and these other feelings of despair. I think that that, I, I mean, we might not see it at first, but I think that's a huge part of why that number is what it is, or supposedly at 48%. I can get behind that for sure. Yeah, man. I remember just like, like I said, living by myself and just kind of like, you know, all right, I think I'm just going to listen to this podcast. We'll, you know, go to bed, wake up, your earbuds in your mouth, whatever, you know, doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> all been there. Yeah, we've all been there. All right. Well, uh, moving on here, more random podcast data. Hey, I found a chart, guys. This comes from Sounds Profitable. The survey here says it's for each type of podcast, how likely would you be to listen? 52% a podcast about a favorite TV show or a movie. 48% a podcast produced by a favorite TV show uh, or movie. Uh, 46% a podcast hosted by a favorite celebrity or creator from another medium. And at 41%, you want to say you're sick of ads? I don't think you are, people. A podcast about a favorite brand or product. Uh, I just found that very interesting, this chart here, especially the 41% of people that were just like, yeah, just give me something about like 30 minutes on Lucky Charms. That's the only one I'm like, um, that one I don't seem like I fall into that category. I think I would be kind of into that, though. Like, you know, the history of like. I totally would, but it's like I'm not seeking that out. Like, I would have to, like, stumble across that because I'm trying to think if there's anything in my podcast library now that is about a brand or product. If there was one about, like, the dark side of Colonel Sanders, <laughs> I'd listen. I mean, that sounds wonderful. <laughs> There's a great one about um, uh, the history of Hollywood that I've listened to, but that's like, is that a brand or product? I guess that would fall into that category. So. Yeah, for sure. Or it's kind of, it's you're under that 52% of uh, about a favorite TV show or movie, I guess, right? So I think I would probably be more on the third one, a podcast hosted by a favorite celebrity or creator from another medium. Yeah, like these ones that, that we were reading on Spotify, like all these ones that are top five. You're like, oh, dude, I love that. That's that, right? Yeah, that's the sort of stuff I listen to. I mean, a podcast about a favorite TV show. I mean, I think those are like those those re-listen ones. I mean, it's always Sunny podcast I listen to all the time. It's great. Um, Rob Lowe hosts the one about Parks and Rec. So it's like there's a lot of those things that are out there. But again, there's a lot of these companion ones now. Like I was not that guy, but then The Last of Us dropped this year on HBO, and I listened to that podcast after every episode to get the deep dive. So it's like if the show's good enough, I will seek out your podcast. Which one are you, Chris? I, I'm going, I'm 41%, man. What are you on this list here? This I mean, show? I'm probably the same as far as uh, a celebrity or creator from another medium because it, it typically, if you can engage me, like I, I'm a busy person. So when I have time to catch on to something or to a more specifically, like one character from a show, right? Sometimes you'll watch a TV show and there'll be a standout actor or actress and you're like, wow, that person just seems really interesting. Then you find out they've got a podcast. Kevin Bacon has a new podcast. 
Get in the pan with Kevin. Get in the pan. Like uh, six degrees with Kevin Bacon. There was I like, like here's better, Brian. If like a character from a TV show like had their own podcast, that'd be kind of cool, right? Like, what well, I was gonna say, Kramer, but I don't think anybody wants to hear from Kramer. But like in character, you're saying, yeah, like yeah. in character. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, I mean, uh, Will Ferrell did a Ron Burgundy podcast for a while. Yeah, he sure did. Yeah, so I mean, that does exist. See, I'm cool with that. I don't know, man. Like, I maybe I'm just uh, a rigid guy, but I got a problem with this 46. percent I got these. Yeah. Pe- I got a problem with these people that just come in here and do these podcasts, and then when they go I get do, other I, jobs, they just leave. I do. I, I do think there is an issue with the. I don't know the democratization of podcasts, where it's like that's one of the cool things is that anybody can do it, and you can kind of build an audience. Yeah. But the ones who dominate are the ones who already have an audience. Yeah. And come in and, but again, that's the start of it. Joe Rogan, Kevin Smith, Ricky Gervais, who else was like the big starting podcast? They already had an audience. So this has been since the beginning how it's worked. I can still complain about it just because my podcasts haven't gotten as many listens. Yeah. Or it's just like, man, like, you know, I guess I got to compete with. Will Ferrell, here goes nothing. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, me and Will Ferrell are going out for the same role today. Yeah. I'm up and come on there to do hey, your podcast. Is this guy going to get another uh, acting gig soon? I want to try to, you know, get some decent numbers here, you know? We just got to get famous outside of this and come back to it <laughs> and it will be fine. There's just, I got a problem with this 46%. I don't know what it is. I'm going to figure it out, I think, as we do this show. But there's just something about these people coming, like the Strike Force 5. Oh, hey, we got nothing else to do. Let's do a pot. Like, that's how they're treating it. You know what I mean? I don't know. Let's do a podcast. Oh, it's number one. That's cool. Ah, yeah, who cares? Just guys. No one gives a shit. You just do this thing. It's, who, you know. cares? who cares? These please podcast fellow guys. Yeah. They just do shows and now they do this. Come on. I'm just going to say something about this, uh, this graph that you, sh- that you shared with us. Yeah. Uh, just did the math and I'm not a great math guy, but that adds <laughs> yeah. up to uh, 187%. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think they're doing a little double dip in there where it's uh, most people fall into more categories. Okay. Cause I, cause I was like, this just doesn't compute to me. I think no. they're British. Think it is not it. a, there is no X or Y on this. <laughs> There's only a Y there is no X. So it's not the best graph. Right. This is an Apple graph. This is something Apple would show in their keynote to show why their computer has gotten so cooler over the next year with no real data. Look at the cool factor go up. The cool factor has increased by 65%. <laughs> and I think the big uh, the big data here from the week, dude, so big that I shared it on LinkedIn. How about that, huh? On my own personal LinkedIn Man, you page. are old. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I was like, man, Grandpa. Uh, you shared it on your LinkedIn? I put the fact on my LinkedIn for <laughs> all of my business <laughs> to look at. Hey there. Uh, 68%, all right? According to I a, don't like that cloud. <laughs> according to a Nielsen Podcasting Today report. Nielsen, <laughs> they were on my TV once. <laughs> Leslie Nielsen was my buddy. All right, 68%. <laughs> According to a Nielsen Podcasting Today report, the total U.S. podcast audience has grown 68% in the last five years, with the number of Hispanic listeners almost doubling. And the most popular genre? Yeah, you guessed it. Comedy. I mean, obviously, the pandemic was a big reason for that jump, right? 
I would I would assume so. Yes. Yeah. The pandemic came and like we were just talking about when everybody gets bored, ah, let's just put a microphone in our face, do a podcast. And then the podcast like boom happened during the pandemic. And now it's over. It it's, became a business. It's, a, it's in a weird spot. That's kind of what ruined it is it became a business. Right. Over like, over COVID. And it's like that's not what it was. It was like, of course, you're going to have these couple of handful of people that really know how to work the ad thing. They have a ton of listeners. So they have an audience that can feed these ads to wonderful, but it was never the attainable goal of I'm getting into podcasts to sell things or, or sell my podcast, even to one of these networks. It was like a bunch of independent labels all around and correct. Yeah. And then right. here comes like, you know, Sony or somebody coming in. Uh, Spotify. And, and also, like, too, uh, me and Chris, we talked about it uh, a few days ago. It's like these salespeople who are like, I don't want to get into pod. There's no money in that. I don't want to get into podcasting. Then all of a sudden the pandemic happened. Like, oh, there's money in that. The faster a bubble grows, the faster it pops. And that's basically what happened. I mean, we had, like you said, the growth was steady. The growth was solid. It was good. Things were going great. Everybody was making a little, not everybody, but some people were making a little bit of money. And it was getting a little bit better for podcasting. And then it got to a point where it just blew up. Everybody was doing it. Everybody wanted to be doing it. Every company like Spotify was paying people $100 million for a deal. Like it just got to a point where it got too big too fast. Yeah. And it's well, side hustle money to Silicon Valley money. That, that's exactly. Like when you start putting venture capital money into something that doesn't have returns that venture capital is happy with, like you're going to eventually see those venture capitalists drop out of the game. All right, let's go on to our final story here, and it's the big cast media situation. Like I said, cast claimed another victim out of one Theo Vaughn. What's up, man? Theo Vaughn here. Dude, I think Theo Vaughn's really funny. I find him. Man, they they done defrauded me, man. Long story short, there's these podcast networks that basically buy a bunch of hopefully popular podcasts, bring them under their umbrella, and say, hey, we're going to take over your advertising for you. Uh, it's going to make it so much easier for you. We're going to make money. You're going to get a cut of it. Everything, everything's going to be better. That's the promise. But what they're truly doing is, Hey, banking off of your popularity to help grow their brand. Yeah. So say cast media takes Theo takes the other guys. You mentioned a bunch of other podcasts, put them under our umbrella, say, cool, we're going to take care of the advertising. We're going to pre-sell it. So we're going to sell all of your ads for the year. You don't have to worry about chasing down advertisers. We're just going to provide you with the live reads and then you're going to get a check. So it seems like from a business point of view, it's great. But what Theo said, it was allegedly his check started getting smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. And he really wasn't a fan of the business dealings of with this company. So he, along with a bunch of other podcasters got out of it. It seems like they got out of the cast deal. And then he blames the guy who was screwing him over. And then they were trying to get absorbed by live one. Live one is going to buy cast media. So another umbrella going to buy a smaller umbrella. Jeez, Louise. And they're keeping this guy on. And Theo is like, now you're trying to buy our podcast. And instead of giving us cash, you're giving us shares in this company. So that when that company goes public, we all make money. But the only way to make that share go up is by having popular podcasts on your roster. So you're using us and the audiences that we've built to make your stock price go up to give us a fraction of that when you sell. So it's really just not good business dealings going on. And Theo and a bunch of these other guys seems like they've caught on. 
And allegedly they've been screwed. I think Theo said they were screwed out of almost their podcast umbrella. Their network was screwed out of almost $4 million. His show was only about six figures, but he said there were some other shows that were seven figures screwed out of ad dollars. So not only are you getting screwed on the back end of the ads that you sell, that you are relying on that income to begin with. Now you're selling your whole brand with the hopes of getting a piece of a, of an IPO down the road. And he was just like, this seems too shady. And I love him for the fact of just calling them out like it is. So hopefully more information. So this story is only about a day or two old. So hopefully we'll hear from more podcasts. I know he wasn't the first uh, uh, to whistleblow or whatever you want to call it, but there are other people who are coming out. There's more details coming from the shadows about this Colin Thompson guy and the shady dealings at cast and live one. It seems like my big thing I'd want to add just to say to podcasters is honestly, you've got to realize the value of owning your own content. Like this is, this is a business where, and it's a, it's a business, it's a hobby, it's whatever you want it to be. But essentially once you relinquish ownership of your content, uh, it's, you lose all your leverage. Like at, at that point, like it literally as a podcaster, when you start on your own, the benefit is you can say whatever you want. You can do whatever you want. You have that ability and that freedom, that leverage. But then once you sign on to a $5 million, $10 million deal, you're a comedian, you're a Theo Vaughn level, somebody like this, you sign on to something that's going to make your life easier. Cause you don't have to manage all the money and the processes of stuff. But if you sign that away, I just, I feel like, I feel like it's like a unionization thing. Like in, a, in America, when we kind of let go of unionization and now we have like 10% of people in union membership, it made it a lot harder for people to fight to get that money back. So I, 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 that would be my warning to podcasters. Don't give up your content ownership uh, unless you really, really think it's the right idea. You don't want to happen to podcasting what's already happened to what SAG and the Writers Guild are going after. Exactly. When you write a screenplay, you sign it over to the studio. You sign over the copyright. You no longer own anything along with that idea. They pay you in return and are supposed to give you residuals down the line, which is why they're negotiating for such a better deal because their system is set up to sign over all your literary material. All your copyright goes to them. Same thing if you're an actor. Your performance is now owned by the studio. They can do whatever you want. That's why you've seen Gene Wilder on a slot machine for Willy Wonka. That's, they can do whatever they want with you for the rest of your life. But don't bring that to podcasting because that's the one benefit of an independent creator is owning all that stuff. Try and keep it under your own hat as long as you can. All right, guys. Well, that is our show. Uh, thank you so much for listening. How to make millions in podcasting. We ran out of time to give you the exact details on how to make all those millions. But do not worry because we will be back next week. Want to thank everybody for listening to us. Brian, anything you'd like to say? Listen to my other podcasts. All my friends are dads in Uber Cinco. They're really good. And I love working with these guys. Bye. Chris. Yes, sir. I just want to say uh, if anybody out there wants to do after you, if you heard the show today and you're interested in doing a podcast, you're curious about it, or you just want to know more about about it. Uh, you can check out earforaudio.com. We help people out with podcasting. We help people out with ideas, creative, um, anything related to the marketing of starting up something new, the, the podcasting realm, or even just the audio space. It doesn't even have to be podcasting. It might just be shorts for your business. It might be anything else you might need in audio. We make audio easy. What's that guy's name? Co Come on, Colin Thompson. Get it together. Get it together. <laughs>